0: This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hey, good morning, everyone. Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching here. I'm your auto repair shop coach. My goal is to help you, the independent auto repair shop owner, make your dreams come true We do that by opening your mind to things you didn't know you didn't know and by getting you out from under your business and putting you in charge of your future and your family's future. My goal is for you to stop having a hobby and start having a business you're proud of and can take time away from. First and foremost, though, I want to thank Autoleap. Without their continued support, this podcast would not be available free to you. If you are in the market for a great shop management system, please see the show notes for a demo link. As you get into today's episode, you may know someone in your network who could benefit from the topic If so, please take time to share personally or through your social network. As always, if you have an idea for a show topic or want to talk, feel free to get with me, chris at autofixsos.com. During today's episode, number 102, Leadership Gold Chapter 18, I'm going to be talking about the secret to a good meeting, the meeting before the meeting, don't get blindsided in the meeting, who to meet with, are your meetings structured, have you connected with the key influencer, and what's your plan for the next big change? So let's get started. What is the secret to a good meeting? Meetings typically fail for two main reasons. One, the leader doesn't have a clear agenda. Or two, other people in the meeting have their own agendas. Most people have the wrong idea about the purpose of a meeting. I think a lot of us think of them as time savers. You pull a bunch of people into a room so that you can deliver a message once. That's the wrong way to think about a meeting. Meetings are for getting stuff done. To do that, you must often have a meeting before the meeting to prepare people for the meeting. (laughs) And here's why. The meeting before the meeting helps you to receive buy-in. Most people are down on what they're not up on. That's just human nature, right? They're much more positive when they're in the know. When you give people information that surprises them, their natural first reaction is often negative. If you deliver surprising news to a group of people and the most vocal and most influential people react negatively, then the entire group is probably going to react negatively then that takes the meeting off course or brings it to a grinding halt and that's why you want to get the vocal influential people to buy in ahead of time the meeting before the meeting helps followers to gain perspective what people see is determined by where they sit they naturally see things from their own perspective not from anyone else's including yours as the leader you need to help followers see things as you do that requires time and intentionality You can't shortcut the process and expect people to see things from your point of view. And leaders who want their people to follow their suggestions just because aren't going to get very far with that kind of positional approach. Do not surprise your people and do not expect them to pick up on everything on the fly. If you do, your people are likely to eventually dig in their heels and stop moving forward. You need to give influencers the right perspective before the meeting and they'll help you spread it to everyone else. It's also like the early adopters principle... Like the people that camp out for days for an iPhone in the old days, those people signed up and then spread the news to everybody else how great it was this Is the early adopters, right? So the meeting before the meeting helps to increase your influence. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. How do you gain influence with people? You have to invest in them. How do you invest in them? It starts with giving those people time. If the only time you spend with individuals is in meetings, and during that time you're asking them to take care of business according to your agenda, what kind of message does that send? You're not going to build any kind of positive relationship with people doing that. They're not going to feel valued. It does nothing for them, nor does it do anything for your influence. So the meeting before the meeting also helps you develop trust. One of the most difficult responsibilities of a leader is being a change agent for the organization. Again, think visionary. Creating change requires trust from your people. When you have the meeting before the meeting, it gives you a chance to develop that trust. You can answer questions. You can more easily share your motives. You can cover details that you might not otherwise want to go into publicly. And really, most importantly, you can tailor the message to the individual with whom you're communicating. Also, the meeting before the meeting helps you avoid being blindsided. Good leaders are usually pretty good at knowing what's going on. They usually have strong leadership intuition, and they're also connected to their people. They usually have a good handle on the intangibles, such as morale, momentum, culture, etc. But even the best leaders can miss something. Sometimes during the meeting before the meeting, the person they're talking to gives them information or insight that will help them avoid making a big leadership mistake. AutoLeap is a cloud-based all-in-one auto repair software that helps to keep complete track of your business from scheduling appointments to managing technicians, to generating invoices, supercharge your growth with AutoLeap customers that fully adopt AutoLeap see the following benefits in their first year, 30% revenue growth with top customers seeing over 100% growth, 75% decrease in no-shows allowing you to service more customers, three times increase in positive Google reviews leading to stronger online presence, 50% 50% time saved on administrative tasks, driving increase in operational efficiency. Do it all with AutoLeap. Key features and functions include estimates, invoices, scheduling, Google reviews, inspections, communication, QuickBooks reporting. Get in touch with AutoLeap to see how you can transform your auto repair shop. For a limited time if you schedule a demo, sign up with AutoLeap and they will waive the $250 implementation fee. One of the people that helped Maxwell developed this was a person he calls Olin, and he says, Olin helped me understand the importance of the meeting before the meeting. He also explained the best way to structure an official meeting to keep it on track and productive. And he suggested that I set up my meetings using the following three categories for the agenda. Remember, great meetings always have an agenda. Information items. During the first part of the agenda, my job would be to spend a few minutes communicating what has happened in the organization since the last official meeting, These items didn't require discussion or comment. Study items. The second part of the agenda would contain issues that were to be discussed openly and honestly. However, there was never to be any kind of decision or vote on these items at this time. At the close of discussion, a determination could and would be made whether the items would be put into the final category during the next meeting. Action items. This final section contained items that required decisions. Only items that had been on the previous agenda as study items were eligible to be action items and they would be moved to the action section only after they had been thoroughly processed. Maxwell goes on to say, Not only did it give me a track to run on, but if done correctly, each meeting would properly set up the subsequent meeting. Some of you are probably thinking, Oh, Chris, this is for like big, huge company meetings. No, this is the same as a meeting with you and two service advisors, a meeting with the lead service advisor and the technicians. Any meeting should have information items, study items, and action items. And you have to make sure that you write those down and have it like printed out, like have a printed agenda. I'm terrible. I have squirrel disease. And so my brain loses track really, really quickly. And if I'm not focused with a written agenda, then I'll lose the whole thing. It'd be terrible. So. The bigger the project or the greater the change to the organization, the longer this process takes. Like flying a plane, the bigger the plane, the longer the runway. takes time to launch a big idea or to make a dramatic change. If it's a smaller informational change, like I just said, it's got to be a smaller meeting and can have a smaller amount of prep time for it. Okay? If you're someone who leads meetings, take the following advice. If you can't have the meeting before the meeting, don't have the meeting. If you do have the meeting before the meeting, but it doesn't go well, then don't have the meeting. If you have the meeting before the meeting and it goes well as you hope, then have the meeting. You know, having good productive meetings is really a matter of preparation and planning. Um, There's a quote that says, good planning always costs less than good reacting. All's well that begins well. The more you prepare for the meeting before the meeting, the less time you'll have to spend doing damage control after the meeting. A leader never has to recover from a good start. So what are the application exercises? Number one. Are your meetings structured? Many leaders don't use a set structure for meetings. As a result, their meetings often spin out of control. How do you structure your meetings? Have you planned them to get the maximum results? If not, try using the pattern outlined in the chapter, information items, study items, action items. Number two, have you connected with the key influencer? Who is the most influential person in the key meetings you preside over? Have you connected with that individual? And do you spend time with him or her outside of the meetings? If not, start having the meeting before the meeting with this person. You don't need to make any promises. You just simply have to say, hey, can we get together? I want to discuss a couple of of crucial ideas with you. If you've never built relationships with key individuals like this, or if you've butted heads with them in the past, it's going to take some time and several meetings before they're willing to share their opinions. But if you do that, you can work toward open discussion and consensus, and you're not going to get blindsided in the meeting. Number three, what's your plan for the next big change? If you're responsible for a large organization or even smaller department initiatives, you can't afford to implement them without planning to have meetings before the meeting. Plan meetings according to levels of influence. Begin with individuals who influence the top position leaders, then meet with the top position leaders, then meet with the top 20% of influencers, and then meet with everyone in the department or organization. Always make it a part of your preparation to plan these pre-meetings and do not move forward unless you can actually have them. Again, I don't want you to give me the excuse of, Chris, this sounds like big things for big companies. Don't build it up to be that. Make it what it needs to be to fit in your organization. Okay? Just because we're kind of talking on a bigger scale doesn't mean it has to be a bigger scale. So finally, our mentoring moment. Discuss with the people you're mentoring now, how they prepare for meetings and how they process their people through decisions and information. Talk them through a strategy for an upcoming decision and help them identify the meetings before the meetings they need to have and with whom. Honestly, if you sit down and think about it, you probably have or should have four to five meetings a day. And it can be like, I want you to think of a meeting as just like stopping and counseling a service advisor through something, stopping and talking to the technicians. But instead of, some of those can be impromptu talks, but some of those need to be a little bit more detailed and focused. Again, if you have a printed agenda and you go into a meeting, then after the meeting's over, you have everybody read it, sign it, and then you have a training record of everything, a training log. And a lot of us need to do way better with our training and our training logs, okay? This has been Coach Chris Cotton from Autofix Auto Shop Coaching, reminding you it never always gets worse, but sometimes it has to get worse to get better. Remember, don't stop working today because tomorrow needs you. Please feel free to reach out to me, Chris at AutofixSOS.com or give me a call at 940-400-1008. Have a great day, everybody, and remember to rise and grind. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the AftermarketRadioNetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.